0: Welcome back, everyone, to the Young Adult Ministry Podcast. We're excited you joined us this week. I've got two of my friends here, uh, Nate and Daniel, that maybe you've seen before if you've been following our podcast. But today we're going to just have a little bit more of an unscripted conversation about the practice that we're focusing on for this month, that we're trying to grow in the practice of prayer as a community. And maybe prayer is a new thing for you or something you've been doing for a long time. But prayer is something we can grow deeper in our whole lives as we get to know God better and we follow him. And so today we're going to be looking at some passages of scripture that really teach us about prayer. And I was talking with Daniel last week after we did our podcast that we just really had a desire to have this to be a little more conversational and a little less me teaching. And so I gave him some uh, discipleship challenge last week Mm -hmm. to look at some passages of scripture and then wanted to hear what he learned from those, what questions brought up for him and we're just gonna talk about it. And I did the same thing for Nate. We were having a great conversation at a coffee shop uh, yesterday and gave him a passage of scripture to, to really dig into for himself. Because I really believe in spending time with God and his word on your own. He speaks to you and, and he, he teaches us new things. And it leads to really great conversations in the community together. So we're going to try to model that together today. So Daniel, uh, well, I'll just kick it over to you as you were looking into some of the passages about prayer this week. What are some things that stuck out to you or some questions it raised?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it's was kind of funny that you said it. We wanted it to be less teachy, but you sent me homework <laughs> due for the week. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was awesome. I think... Um, to kind of go off like what we're building with the discipleship mentality um that's what we want we don't want it just to just be preach you want it, it to be applicable and like what we can do through it so i think it was awesome to have like the challenges um you had me read the passage uh ephesians 3 14 through 21. i don't know if you want me to read that now or uh, to get everyone yeah, on the why same don't you page or, go ahead and read it yeah i'll, I'll read it here um, As just to let y'all know like what i was studying this yeah. week But
0: yeah. It's one of the uh, one of the prayers that Paul gives the, mm-hmm. the church in Ephesus. It's just incredibly powerful. So just go ahead.
1: Yeah. So yeah, uh, Ephesians 3, uh, 14 through 21. For this reason, I kneel before the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit and in your inner being so that mm-hmm. Christ may Now to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we can ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be, the, uh, be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. Mm-hmm. So just reading that passage, um, you had me read a, uh, answer a couple questions here. The first one being, uh, what do you notice about uh, what Paul prays for? Um, I noticed that it was a really selfless prayer, mm-hmm. not just for himself. Of hey, I wanna, I wanna give you something from me, or I wanna encourage you because of who I am. Like I'm Paul, one of the greatest, if not the arguably the greatest apostle in the New Testament, having written half of it. Um, it was very selfless for him and selfless for the people he was encouraging, and that he wanted them to be like, hey, I want you to be filled with Christ. I want you to understand mm-hmm. that. Um, he really is our source of strength, of ability to do what is better than we can imagine like it's Mm -hmm. not just um, I think I mentioned to you a couple times um, uh, how did I say it It was um, how can we uh, it was on the lines of like how can we trust God to do more than we can imagine Mm. um, if we're the ones like imagining how good it could be instead mm. of understanding it's better than we could imagine something along those lines um we, we've said it before and it's like that's the mentality we have to have of an understanding that our understanding isn't god's mm-hmm. and kind of wow. applying faith in that to where we're letting god uh lead us to what we don't know and mm-hmm. it's better than what we can know yeah uh, to some extent
0: which that's a big part of the mystery of prayer and yeah. faith mm-hmm is trusting God that He wants to give you the promises that He has in Scripture, but it might look different than you expected. Yeah, so, and, and it
1: really does take like the faith aspect there, because you're like, I know I'm being led to Jesus. I know I'm following Him. I don't know where He's going, though. <laughs> like As far as on this earth, we all know it's going to Him in heaven, but and that's heaven on earth, like the, the kingdom of God with us that we're partaking in. But what does that look like? because we're like humans imperfect experiencing struggles of this world um, and we're having to let go of ourselves and surrender to him as he teaches us something we've never known before mm-hmm. and something better than you can imagine so like even when you look into the lives of people you look up to who are godly and following Christ well mm-hmm. you don't know how like good God is to them even so mm-hmm. you have to trust him to be good for you and mm-hmm. to actually lead you in what you think you're seeing in their lives but it's kind of like still better than what you can even witness because it's a spiritual thing happening in them and like the spiritual realm and what God's doing in their hearts and everything but um, yeah
0: that's such a good point I, I think that's one of the, the things you see clearly in that text comes out of it is God wants to do more through our life than mm-hmm. we can imagine. He, yeah. he wants us to be a part of his kingdom work and extending his love mm. and his grace and experiencing his power in this world before we get to be a part of the kingdom forever, but it starts inside of us. Mm-hmm. And, and you highlighted that, that, that Paul's prayer is that they would know the depth and the riches of Christ on the inside and in their inner person mm-hmm. that would give them strength to comprehend his love mm-hmm. and just how personal his presence is. And I don't know if that, uh that stuck out to you or you you played with that tension at all but just the, the did you notice like what Paul didn't pray for what you might expect him to pray for I was
1: curious that yeah that was the next question he asked um what did, uh you noticed Paul didn't pray for I was curious what you were implying with that like I had some ideas no, myself yeah. but um, uh, uh yeah I was curious what you were thinking for that
0: well if you think about like you have your chance to write a prayer that's gonna be read by the church for generations and mm-hmm. generations, yeah. and you're gonna pray for the things you think are most important. You can see what he did pray for, mm-hmm. and that, mm-hmm. that we would understand like how high and wide and deep is love of Christ that goes beyond words, and we'd be strengthened with power in our inner person. like The roots of Christ would go down deep into our heart so that we would live on the outside like we're experiencing on the inside. like That's what he's praying for, but then, Maybe some of the things we expect for him to pray for, like mm-hmm. circumstantially, he mm-hmm. doesn't even mention. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, and so, I don't, I don't know what you, what you thought, but mm-hmm. you know, I I could share kind of some of my own opinions, but I really wanted to give it to you. Yeah. Like, what's I mean, that, to you about that?
1: That thought path definitely like crossed my mind of, man, he didn't pray like. I pray you have good health on this earth or mm-hmm. I pray that you like are well fed or <laughs> like comfortable. Yes. Or comfort, or rich security. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like in the, in this world, he said, I just want you to experience God and what he has for you because mm-hmm. that's the greatest thing that we can yeah. in this world, even though we're so much more waiting for it in the next. Um, mm-hmm. but it's like he, he was like Emmanuel Christ, like God with us mm-hmm. to where, um, like he brought that relationship down for us to experience now mm. to the fullest extent that a human on earth in this imperfect world can. Like he wants that for you. Um, and he didn't, yeah, like you were saying, he didn't pray for the circumstances to mm. be better. He prayed for or, or the physical circumstances. He prayed for the spiritual circumstances mm-hmm. because that transcends anything physical, which yeah. was really um, a good reminder. Um, everything for that yeah it's almost Mm -hmm. like
0: he's really emphasizing the first part of the prayer Jesus taught us to pray like Jesus taught us our Mm -hmm. father cares about like the needs we have ask for your daily bread yeah you know he he cares about the the things that are actually going on in our lives and we can bring our Mm -hmm. our difficult circumstances to Him, our needs to him but he's really emphasizing like the our father who art in heaven holy is your name like Mm -hmm. your kingdom come your will be done on earth as is in heaven and that starts in our heart as we trust him Mm because God is the king he's on the throne but sometimes when all hell breaks loose in our life and circumstances don't seem to indicate that god's in control we can lose faith we can lose heart and so he's really praying that we would understand the depth and the riches that we have in christ and that that would then give us the courage to face our circumstances Mm -hmm. and to be a part of his mission that goes so much bigger than we can imagine like and that's what he's he's getting at i think is that you would that we would abandon the outcome to God like we could bring him anything but we trust him with the result mm-hmm. so I'm glad you kind of saw that tension there was there anything else that stuck out to you as you were looking at those passages or
1: uh, kind of something off the last question that you asked uh, mm-hmm. what does this uh, prayer show you about what God wants for your life mm. um, I, I was kind of encouraged by um, a person earlier this week to Understand that like I've never been huge for like God speaking through dreams or anything. Mm-hmm. I've never understand that even though my name's Daniel <laughs> I probably should yeah. But um, uh, I was kind of encouraged. It's like hey understand that um, Like whether this is fully true or not, I'm not completely sure but he said understand that like God is the one that gives you dreams Like Satan doesn't give dreams. Mm-hmm. Um, God does and I was like, okay um, I'll, I'll Let God do something with that if he desires and the Holy Spirit to work through that. And last night I had like a really profound dream of, uh, like most of my dreams aren't that like, um, they're just kind of normal, like day to day lives. Mm -hmm. Like I want to pretend I can fly or I'm (laughs) like falling through the sky because I can't, uh, stuff like that. Um, Last night, it was uh, me at uh, an old church that I used to go to and it was me walking around like with my shoes off and like just in socks and stuff and they started washing people's feet and stuff. Mm. And I just finished like working for the day and stuff. So I was discussing and I was like, oh, like let me like freshen up for them before they have to wash my feet or something. Mm. And for some reason I just decided, let me just grab a fresh pair of socks and put that over mine as if that would like <laughs> help at all huh. with the issue and stuff. And I, I threw them on and then um, we all kind of like circled up around like the the pool to um, have our feet washed. And God just kind of like put on your heart is like, why did you choose not to come with me like as you are and try mm-hmm. to present yourself better? It's the beauty of what I can do in you like Paul was praying for the church
0: mm-hmm.
1: that I want the world to see because that's my power in you. That's mm-hmm. my um, deliverance from you. It's me cleansing you from all the things that like your feet have gotten on this journey like Mm. you've been washed like you don't need a bath um like he said to peter but um you are on this journey and i am going to like cleanse you and help you through this journey and you don't need to cover that up like come as you are come like filthy Mm. and disgusting in your eyes and and his eyes too but like let me like cleanse that not Mm. cover it up for the world not to see and make it look like you're not human, and you're not being delivered by God in the faith that you have because it is a gift from God. It's like, let them know that you're just as much human, you're just as much um, experiencing this life and the struggles that it has, but allow the, the journey that isn't pleasant to be shown so that people can see, oh, He's just like me, and it's God delivering him in this faith mm-hmm. and in this journey. That's so cool. And uh, in, in like my dream, it was kind of mm-hmm. weird. For the probably the first time ever, I just like, kind of like collapsed to my knees. I was crying. Apparently in real life too, because I woke up with like tears in my eyes. Oh man! But um, and, and just like was so grateful for like the gift of salvation and him cleaning our feet, even though like we're in this journey and it sucks sometimes. And there's several um like struggles that we experience and we don't know what to do with them and we're just asking God as like hey um like help me I'm trying my best but um I don't have all the answers whether yep. that's like for your career for mm-hmm. school for uh relationships whatever it be understanding that you can give your uncertainty your lack of understanding to God yep. and trust that his understanding is going to carry you through it but
0: that's so good, man. I appreciate you sharing that. That's a powerful dream. Yeah. You know, it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, that's something to process. And I mm-hmm. think you connecting it with that story in John 13, if you're not familiar with it, where Jesus washes the disciples' feet, mm-hmm. that is the gospel is that we don't have to put on the clean socks and cover up the dirtiness in our lives, but we're mm-hmm. invited to bring our mess to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And and one of the ways we experience that is in community together where we can share about these things, but also as we come to him in prayer. Mm-hmm and there's there's a power in that that vulnerability i mean jesus said blessed are you who are poor in spirit for yours is the kingdom of god Mm -hmm. and that's that's really the starting point for beginning to experience him in prayer is admitting your vulnerability all those things you just said like Mm -hmm. the things that you don't have figured out and bringing those to him and just laying those things at his feet and trusting that he is going to give you what you need and wash you clean Uh, so i mean that's a that, that's a very powerful experience you had yeah. and that's amazing you had that right after a friend talked to you you guys were talking about mm-hmm. it. it's often how the holy spirit works in our life
1: yeah yeah I mean, we see that in the bible so i'm not against saying it, like beforehand i wasn't like oh god can't work through dreams obviously I, according to the bible we know he can um, yeah but it's not really something that i remember ever experiencing mm-hmm. maybe a couple times in the past actually but yeah um it hadn't happened in a while at yeah. least and i wasn't expecting it but Uh, I guess that encouragement like prepped my heart for it, I guess.
0: Yeah, and it's always good to then process your dreams biblically, uh, Mm. like you're doing. Like, how does this connect to Scripture? Mm -hmm. Because things that God might speak to you in a very personal way are always meant to lead you to trust something from His Word. Mm -hmm. And so it's cool you're able to do that. And people have different dreams. Some dreams are are kind of (laughs) out there and wild and crazy. They don't always have a direct meaning. But that one, I mean, you woke up, Maybe you had a clear uh, experience knowing what God wants you to know from that. So mm. that's really cool. Um, was there anything else you wanted to share that stuck out to you, or do you want to kick it over to Nate? Uh,
1: if there wasn't anything else you we were <laughs> expecting, <laughs> no, I'm like, forgot something. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I, I think that was a. A good ramble, I guess. <laughs> that was great. <laughs> I love sure hearing stuff, what God's but...
0: teaching you through Scripture as you're wrestling with it and then through yeah. your experience. And... Yeah, I
1: appreciated the challenge and having that. Um, just yeah. kind of uh, like walk with the Holy Spirit and God through this week and everything. So.
0: Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, Nate, you, you had a different passage I gave you in Hebrews 4. Mm-hmm. What was God saying to you through that passage or some observations you had?
2: I mean, through the entirety of it, just the conception of rest like what worldly rest is Mm -hmm. because at first i was reading it like just like sleep rest and i was like okay and then i looked at like the greek meaning of just like the sabbath rest Mm -hmm. and then god connecting that like fulfillment of the redemption of through christ of like the whole storyline the narrative of scripture and so it was just pretty amazing to realize like jesus was already the fulfillment like, through that Sabbath and the perfection that's represented. Like, God didn't just take the Sabbath day to arbitrarily, not just like, yeah, I'm just going to rest this day, but Mm -hmm. it was so intentional. And Christ being that, like, representing that Sabbath, that's what stuck out to me. Uh, And these verses within that stuck out to me. It says, for all who have entered into God's rest have rested from their labors, just as God did after creating the world. So let us do our best to enter that rest but if we disobey God as the people of Israel did we will fail and then it goes into saying how the Word of God is alive Mm -hmm. and powerful and um, I mean that transformed my whole understanding of like when Jesus said like come to me all who labor and are heavy laden and I will give you rest Mm -hmm. take my yoke upon you and learn from me for I am gentle and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light I was like wow that fulfillment that's the rest that you mean like also compared to like saying like my labor like you're working but you're still having that rest mm-hmm. I never really like connected that in my heart mm-hmm. just the like eternal rest that we have with Christ even now mm-hmm. you know because it's like I had someone uh, when I was at um, the retreat the past week and he was talking about sharing the gospel And this guy was like, man, I've heard it like a million times, dude. Like, he's like, we live in Alabama. It was like (laughs) super funny. And then he asked him one question, and he was like, when's the last time that you had a good night's rest? And he said, Mm. he just like paused. He was like, dang. Mm. So I think that's like interesting to me is like a lot of people are up at night, even like as a Christian, but like I can't even imagine not having Christ and having everything just like churning in your Mm. mind Mm -hmm. and how much your people are worrying from that. Um so, I just thought that was interesting. And it was like alluding to people always seeking that spiritual rest, mm-hmm. even if they don't know Christ. Like, that's truly what people are earning for is like a peace of mind and like the true peace, the perfect peace that only God can give. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that really, that's what stuck out to me in those verses. And, mm-hmm. you know, also, we were talking about this earlier, but the next verse says, uh, For the word of God is alive and powerful, it is sharper than the sharpest two edged sword cutting between soul and spirit between joint and marrow it exposes our inmost thoughts and desires nothing in all creation is hidden from god everything is naked and exposed before his eyes and he is the one to whom we are accountable oof like that's that's What's hard you there? that's hard to comprehend that it's like you know even sitting here now talking like i'll give an account from this moment of time even when mm. i stand before god like when god goes through the the chapters of my life i think that's something i forget sometimes and like like people pleasing is a, is a very much like a selfish thing mm. you know so it's like i don't have to please people i supposed to, to please god because mm-hmm. it's like you know it's like it's great when you have like a good message to give someone but like honestly when we were chatting yesterday and like you, like, gently rebuked me. I was like, dang, like, it hurt at first, but I was like, thank God you did that. Because now I can, like, have, like, a closer connection with God or, like, I don't know, that just meant so much, you know, just the honesty in that. Um, and so, like, God's word, uh, when it talks about, like, our inmost thoughts, like, and we're talking about Proverbs, like, it says, like, each heart knows its own bitterness and no one else can share in its joy. Like, I can hide you know, maybe intentions from people or, like, my own bitterness and, like, grudges from people. Uh, but I can't hide it from God. Hmm. And I think it's it's easy. I don't want to make, like, a generalized statement. But, I mean, um, I, Dr. Larry Crabb talks about, like, the sin of, of self-protection. And, like, sometimes, like, the avoidance of a certain interaction in order to be comfortable and not even have the opportunity to be hurt. I think that's what bitterness does in my own heart is like it constricts the extension of joy that, and grace that I should be having because that's what Jesus did and that's what he wants me to have. And so I have to, having to process that, just this whole verse was like, Hebrews is to me very convicting. And I mean, even later on in Hebrews, it talks about that root of bitterness mm-hmm. that seeps into the soil that like constricts everything. That's where the roots are, but it's also like hidden from other people. And so that's why it's just so significant that um, we can just hide that in a sense, you know. But God doesn't want us to, He wants to, us to bring that to Him. And um, it's hard. And it, like, that's
0: where we find rest. Yes. <clears throat> when we hide it, we actually might look to other things to find relief from the things that are in there that we know are dark or bitter or just uncomfortable. Mm hmm and we can go to like an escape to find relief, but that won't actually give us rest. Mm-hmm. That's one of the things that this passage is really clear about is rest comes from listening to and obeying God, to having an intimate relationship with him. And so that passage in Hebrews, it talks about like the word of God being sharper than a two-edged sword and getting through to all that. Mm-hmm. And so when we we feel convicted about something, that's then the chance To surrender that thing to to Mm. to listen to what god's saying to us like what's the next step that you want me to do here and what's the thing i need to let go so that i can walk in obedience and find rest for my soul because when jesus even talked about the easy yoke like in Mm -hmm. matthew 11 the one that you quoted yoke in like the the bible times was it was a shorthand for like a rabbi's teaching or way Mm -hmm. of life and so jesus was offering like a a different yoke than the other religious leaders of his time. One Mm -hmm. that that came from this intimacy with him, that come to me, all you are weary and burdened, I will give you rest. You can follow me and you'll find rest for your soul Mm because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And so Mm -hmm. it's actually in following and obeying and listening to the specific ways he's convicting us, he's shaping us, he's encouraging us, and then walking with him in that direction that we find rest. But until we do, we might just... Feel all out of sorts. Amen,
2: boy.
0: And so it's interesting that you made that connection too, like, because um, right afterwards he talks about like Jesus being the high priest that mm. paid the penalty for our sins, and he went through suffering and temptation, so that we could know we could boldly come before the throne of grace to find mm. mercy and help in our time of need. Mm. And so it's like he's set he set the example, and he paid the penalty for us that we couldn't pay. And now he's on the throne saying, hey, I see what you're going through, Nate. I see, I see what you're going through. You can bring that to me. I got this. Mm. I'll give you what you need. And so as you were thinking about this in your own life, or were some, I don't know, ways you felt like God was showing you you don't want to take a step or ways he was working on that bitterness or I don't know the how you put it exactly, finding rest for your soul. mm it's and you'll have to share like m- more than uh, uh, more than you want to here.
2: <laughs> um, I'll tell you what like approaching the throne of grace with confidence, mm. um, like approaching that throne, like knowing that uh, Christ paid the penalty for my sin. Like I've entered from death into life through belief in Christ. Um, something that it's crazy how the Holy Spirit works sometimes because. Mm. Um, you're talking about the depth and the magnitude of God's love like I think the issue for myself is like trusting in God's sovereignty um, but I'm like wow if I can like think about how much God loves me mm-hmm. and the magnitude of his love that makes it easier to place my trust in him if that makes sense cuz I'm like man he loves me so much like he's, he's washed over me he wove me in my mother's womb like why mm-hmm. would I not trust him like you know but it's easier said than done I wish I could just be like yep all right i'm good like here's my trust certification like <laughs> i got this up um,
0: yeah it's in the midst of difficult circumstances when you yeah. find yourself tempted that you have the opportunity to trust him mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah like turning it, it's tough like even talking about like you know the faith and like you were talking about this like i heard someone pray this prayer one time and it stuck with me he said god uh dream new dreams in my heart <laughs> and it's like how tall is the ceiling of my faith Mm -hmm. that's when you were talking that's something that God like Mm -hmm. I feel like put on my heart it was like because I'm like man it could just go it extends beyond like the stars essentially you know like how God says you have the faith to move mountains I don't know if he's like probably speaking symbolically in that Mm -hmm. but um again it goes back to like boldly approaching the throne of grace Mm -hmm. to help us and we can find mercy to help us when we need it most like man I was even last night like Mm -hmm. God will like I don't know why I'm like this I'm stubborn but God will take me to where I'm on my last strand I'm like man God I'm just like laying out I'm like take the story, Jesus with tears in my eyes because I'm like wow I can't do this on my own God okay and like in that brokenness um that's when God really like ministers to me or I can hear his like promptings more uh certainly if that mm-hmm. makes sense um which is good. God definitely has ministered to me. It's it's a work in progress, just, like, honestly trusting in God mm-hmm. and His plan for me. I think it's tough when I think of, like, the potter and the clay, specifically, mm-hmm. like, in Isaiah, when I'm yeah. like, God, what are you doing? Like, what are you molding me into? Like, mm-hmm. I am not having fun. Like, mm-hmm. but, I, I mean, that's the sanctification process, is, like, trusting that He's mm-hmm. making me more like Jesus, um, and he disciplines the ones he loves. Mm-hmm. And that's hard to grasp sometimes, yeah. honestly, is like how that discipline works.
0: I think that's one of the things that we have to learn in our journey of faith as we grow up. And really, this is from whatever age is like uh, we have to learn the discipline of obedience. And we learn the discipline of obedience often by disobeying and realizing it hurts or we hurt somebody else. Mm. And it doesn't lead to the the rest that we're really looking for. And so if we learn that, if we learn to grow up and that it's better to obey than disobey, then we mature and we are able actually, as Hebrews says in chapter five, to discern between right and wrong and, and eat meat rather than drink keep drinking milk. Mm. And that's what God wants for all of us is to grow up into maturity, to have an obedient, trusting, intimate relationship with him where we're able to discern his will and the details of our life. And, and that takes practice. Like, we're not meant to just be a robot and know exactly w- what to do all the time. And, like, we're almost like have just a smile on our face. Like, the, the dream you had that you woke up in tears and mm-hmm. you crying out to God. I just am thinking about Jesus in the garden, even. Mm-hmm. and i was reading this morning in my own quiet time when jesus went off alone to pray and he asked his disciples to stay awake he's he's literally like asking god to take the cup for him with loud cries like mm. he's crying out to god and and one of the gospels it says that it was so stressful that he sweat blood mm. uh, which is a physical condition where your capillaries burst because of stress and you actually do sweat droplets of blood uh, and then he comes back and what are his friends doing? They're passed out of sleep. You know, they couldn't even stay awake. It mm-hmm. said it happened twice. <laughs> and so mm-hmm. the second time, Jesus was like, All right, you know. But at the same time, he loved those guys. And that it was this beautiful picture of like he was going to the cross for those guys to know how much he loved them, Amen. even though they couldn't even stay awake to support him in his time of need. But there are these <laughs> moments where we're alone and we're crying out to God. It doesn't feel happy and joyful. But God meets us in that, and Jesus shows us that we can trust our Father is present in our suffering. And as we surrender our will to His, mm-hmm. we find peace. And wow. it's a process to learn that. And so I appreciate you sharing so vulnerably and honestly about your own journey and, and this mm-hmm. passage in Hebrews. I, I'd like to encourage you, challenge you to take this challenge for yourself, to, to look at Ephesians chapter 3 and... What does this prayer show you about what God wants for your life? What, what, what does Paul pray for and what does he not pray for? And then look at Hebrews 4 and look at really where rest comes from. Wrestle with that for yourself and, and what it means for you to boldly come before the throne in your time of need. And I think as we're, I don't know how much time we have left. We'll probably need to wrap up somewhere mm-hmm. soon. But just in terms of making this practical, do you th- guys think there's anything practically that would be helpful to talk about as we're closing?
1: I think one thing we talked about is putting together like a weekly challenge um, to send out on like our social media pages, like Instagram mm-hmm. or something. We can work on a post that um, our community can kind of all do together, uh, kind of like what Corey said uh, with this passage. So and you he, want me to give people homework? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> give out more homework. I already went through it. So. Um,
0: but not homework. Like, hey, go spend time with God and reflect on Yeah, I mean, a, an encouragement,
1: yes. a challenge, a, a, yeah. really a direction of... Hey, you want to grow? This will help you, um, and that's really how I saw it. It wasn't like, oh my gosh, I got to do this. It's like, <laughs> hey, this is something I can do because, like, I, I want to grow in faith. I want to uh, continually follow Christ. Sometimes we don't know how to do that, and sometimes we just get distracted. It's like, oh, I'll just put on Netflix instead of reading this passage mm-hmm. and actually meditating on it. So yeah. it, was, it was really beneficial to kind of have this direction of, hey, like, go here. Don't just like open up the Bible and read 50 Mm -hmm. chapters and you're not sure what one of them said but um, instead it's like hey read this like short excerpt meditate on it here are some prompts that you can just pray Mm -hmm. through with the Holy Spirit and actually invite him like you could challenge uh, us in this uh, in this challenge to uh, really let him speak into our lives or put something on our hearts or speak through dreams like Mm -hmm. really just surrendering everything and being like God I trust that you're in my life you're speaking in it. you do love me you're all wise you're for me mm-hmm. so I'm going to trust that uh, whatever comes to mind or whatever is prompted filtered through God's Word of course mm-hmm. um, and aligning with that is there to encourage me and to help me with this relationship that I have with you yeah um, so that was just really cool and I'm looking forward to doing it again this weekend awesome mm-hmm. and definitely. yeah
0: well I'll follow you on that mm-hmm. okay we can we can definitely come up with a challenge for our community that It'll help you care for your soul, grow in your own relationship with Jesus. Um, And we'll figure out the best way to to get that out. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things I'd challenge you, and if you haven't developed this practice, is to develop a regular practice of finding time alone with God, to spend in Scripture and prayer. And the best way to learn how to pray is to practice Mm -hmm. and to let Scripture guide you in that. And so I think we'll follow this up with... um, maybe I'm just sharing the challenge I gave Daniel and letting some of the, the prayers that Paul prayed in the Bible begin to shape the way that you pray. Because as you meditate on those passages, you'll get a picture of what's on God's heart to pray That the kinds of things that we can pray together in a community and pray on our own that, that really help us experience that power of Christ more on the inside. And not just have it be on the outside so I think a weekly soul soul care practice or Mm -hmm. discipleship challenge would be a great thing for our community so I appreciate the encouragement and that Mm -hmm. and for you you guys both like wanting to be challenged Mm -hmm. I think that's the part of how we grow is we grow through community where we can experience grace that Mm -hmm. we're loved right where we are and then we're challenged to grow to not stay in the same Mm -hmm. place and to listen to what the Holy Spirit Is saying to us individually and that's the last thing I'd encourage you with is like these guys did look for specific things that God is speaking to you through his word like when you can come to a a gathering if you're going to church on Sunday or you're you're going to small group or you're going to yam like and you can pay attention what's what's something God is really saying to me that he wants me to know and then what does he want me to do about it that Mm. those little steps of like trust and obedience they lead to maturity Mm-hmm. and some it's not like we want to like get so far down the road like if i know all this stuff then I'll I'll, mm-hmm. I'll I'll finally be where god wants me to be but it's really the journey of just walking with him and paying attention to how he is guiding our lives by his spirit and community through the word and it's it's not like some magical formula it's learning <laughs> to trust him so i i'm glad to be on this journey with you guys this is a great conversation um Nate you want to you want to close us out in a prayer as as we go today sounds good awesome
2: holy spirit i just thank you for this uh this time together god i pray that the words that we have spoken god that they can just marinate in our hearts and the hearts of those that are listening god i just pray for your perfect peace for anyone listening right now that may be going through a very trialsome time in life god Mm -hmm. Uh, i pray specifically for unity in the yam community god and people can realize that they are loved right where they're at just as daniel had shared god that god wants them to come as they are god they don't need to clean up before coming to him god that he will do all that in your name we pray amen amen amen
0: all right thanks for joining us hope to see you next time take care that was
2: great all right now we get pina coladas right now, <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: now i got gonna now i'm gonna talk about heaven and hell today <laughs> let's go
2: jesus is the pina colada
0: of salvation
2: <laughs> so you don't burn in hell for eternity no uh this is good we're
0: leaving this in here
2: let me go dude, grab
0: matt i'll tell him to come
2: in here that dream was so cool daniel dude yeah. that was awesome that was really giving Thanks me some life. Mm. i love that mm.